0: It's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Hi, Keith. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. We started the show today talking about Premier John Horgan's cancer diagnosis announced yesterday. That broke during our show in the 11 o'clock hour yesterday. And I guess not a surprise, but it was not the announcement that we were... A lot everyone's hoping there would be a benign growth on his yeah. throat, but the Premier has throat cancer. Um, but and,
1: he put out a, an, again, a very optimistic statement saying his yeah. prognosis
0: is good. He expects
1: to make a full recovery. He's going into radiation treatment, uh, soon, and that will take him to the end of, uh, towards the end of December. Uh, I texted him yesterday. He, he, he said he regards this cancer as a bump in the road, and he says he's had a lot of bumps in the road in his lifetime, and he's gotten through them, and he's, he's come out of them, uh, the better. And he expects the same outcome here.
0: Okay, I, I spoke to Mike Farnworth on the show today. The deputy premier, he was appointed deputy premier last week by Horgan after this uh, fear of this cancer fear started. So, I, I asked uh, Farnworth this morning, how did he find out that about this positive diagnosis for cancer for John Horgan? Here's what he told me:
2: We talk on a regular basis, and he told me uh, what the diagnosis uh, was. He also told me, you know, the the, the treatments that he was going to be expecting. Um, and it's like anybody, you know, any any. Family member, friend, when you hear um, that it's cancer, it's it kind of hits you in the gut. That's not something you want to hear.
0: He, he went on to say, though, that Horgan was, was very upbeat and positive, including later on a Zoom call with the entire caucus. Yeah, he's participated
1: in a cabinet meeting uh, via Zoom. He's been talking to caucus via Zoom. He's been talking to his staff, probably to the point of um, distraction, knowing Horgan. He's, he's not a guy to sit back and just relax. He likes to do things. I had a long talk with, with Farnworth yesterday who says, he expects it basically to be government as normal. The only thing difference is John Horgan will not be there in person. He'll be there virtually, as it was if you recall at the very beginning of the pandemic. Every nobody met uh, together. Everybody was zooming, uh, and so no one's not as many people are zooming as of course. But John Horgan will be. But he's still going to be chairing the cabinet meetings. He's still going to be um, attending briefings. He's still going to be the chair of the Council of Federation, which is all the premiers across the country who have yet to meet in person since the pandemic began, so there's no change there. Now we'll see what happens in um, you know in the weeks ahead, but that's yeah. that's the game plan right now,
0: right? Unless of course he has to step aside after the, during this treatment, and that's when Farnworth would step in as the deputy.
1: Yep, Farnworth would step in if if Horgan cannot chair a cabinet meeting or yep.
0: another function that is and, and and Farnworth told me by the way that he chaired the cabinet meeting on Wednesday. Farnworth, yeah. Farnworth
1: did. Yeah, so. and if Farnworth can't go, remember there's a roster of all the cabinet ministers, and and everyone has a second and a third to replace them. So you know we may see some of that unfold in the
0: one, another interesting thing that Farnworth told me was that Horgan told him that the radiation treatment might have an, a, an impact on his voice, which I yep. didn't know. Like, I thought that I don't know too much about this radiation therapy. I've learned a little bit more about it in the last couple of days, that it's a very brief sort of burst of radiation that you would receive on a daily basis. And I spoke to an expert on the show today, so you can't even feel it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Farnworth said that Horgan told him that it, it could affect his voice, the treatment. In which case, you know, Barnworth yeah. might be called on. Uh,
1: exactly. So, And that may be the, the outcome uh, between now and the end of December.
0: Okay. So we're continue to follow that one closely. It was a COVID update yesterday in yep. BC. We got some new modeling numbers on, on where we're going. There are some signs for, some cause for some optimism going yep. forward, right? Is it what yeah, you say?
1: The Case numbers are, are dropping uh, slowly, but they are dropping. Our, our number uh, is dropping. Uh, Below one, right? Hovering around one, just just below one, but it is going down, and that's again, so that's that's very good news because if it, and there was an interesting table yesterday. If we had not got vaccinated, to the degree we are, the R number would be approaching four, which would be catastrophic, which means pretty well everyone would be getting COVID nineteen. So now we're dropping below one. Northern Health Authority remains a concern. The positivity rate up there is still very high, about eighteen percent. So we're still seeing, you know, one hundred and fifty nine cases up there yesterday we now reached uh, 100 people who have now been airlifted out of uh, the Northern Health Authority, ICU patients, uh, most of them, not all, but most of them COVID-19, most of them unvaccinated people. And in fact, nine people from the Peace River area were had to be evacuated, medevaced uh, since Halloween. Uh, in ICU patients, all of them unvaccinated, down to Metro Vancouver.
0: I think what we continue to learn is the vaccination is the way out of this, and the vaccinations are working. and And also the vaccine passport seems to be working because it was reported yesterday they haven't seen any big outbreaks at like Vancouver Canucks games or restaurants, no. right? So that's where the vaccine passport is required only vaccinated people allowed in and you're not seeing big outbreaks go, in these places, go,
1: Exactly, go to the yeah. BC Centre for Disease Control website, look at the modeling that was released, uh, released yesterday, page after page after page of evidence and data that shows the effectiveness of vaccines and the danger you, po- you you pose to yourself if you don't get vaccinated.
0: Okay, that said, though, we do see people who are double vaccinated getting sick and in some cases yep. dying uh, with COVID. So here's Dr. Bonnie Henry uh, talking about that, why we continue to see a significant percentage of fatalities from COVID for people who are vaccinated. Have a listen. The best thing that we can do to protect people at any age is vaccination but as we get older our response to to vaccination is not as strong our immune system doesn't mount as strong as a response or as long a lasting response so we are seeing breakthrough in some people in the community in particular um, as we see over age 70 over age 80 so it is the people around our elders and seniors who also need to be protected through vaccination okay so your thoughts
1: yeah, uh, and this has been evident for some time. The older you are, the uh, less strong or weaker your immune system becomes. So you're susceptible not just to COVID-19, but to other respiratory ailments, other diseases. Uh, you're, you're vulnerable because you're older and your immune system isn't strong. And so the, um, the impact of COVID-19 is not much different than a lot of other things. So people are, over the age of 80... There are, have been deaths of double-dose people. These are people in long-term care homes. Uh, and again, there's underlying health conditions. It's not just a weaker immune system. Uh, again as I've been saying you die from COVID-19 or you can die with COVID-19 and people can die from other things but because they have COVID-19 they are in that statistic.
0: I mean I continue to get emails and I know you do too from people saying why don't you talk about all these people who are dying who have been double vaccinated but as you pointed out yesterday when you're vaccinated it doesn't turn you into like superman it's no. not like you become invulnerable and you become immortal. If you I have mean, you know if you, you, you have cancer die. you get old
1: and die. If you have cancer and you get COVID-19 Uh, The vaccine doesn't cure your cancer. And and again, so this is what we're seeing in long-term care homes, particularly the people continue to pass away. The number, again, I track the data every day in the website of tracking the ages of people. We have seen a spike of uh, young people, a little little uptick of deaths in young people, but primarily the people who are double-dosed are older people. Uh, no evidence of people in their 30s double-dose dying.
0: Okay, let's talk about the NFL. You're a big football fan, so am I. I love watching NFL every weekend. Your favorite, is, is the are the Packers your favorite team? Oh, yeah. Of yeah, okay, so the Green Bay Packers are your team. Aaron Rodgers, the great, you know, um. he'll be a Hall of Fame a quarterback. Now, we talked about this yesterday on the show. So we go back now a few weeks ago, and this is when Aaron Rodgers was first asked, are you vaccinated? And listen to the answer that he gave. This is a few weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers. Are you
2: vaccinated and what's your stance on on vaccinations?
0: Yeah, I've been immunized. Yeah, I've been immunized, <laughs> and now, of By course... By homeopath. Right, he took some sort of... What What do we know? What did he take? He took some sort of homeopathic yeah, uh, remedy th- th- or
1: something? Injections of antibodies or something. Yeah. It wasn't a vaccine. He was not vaccinated. He's never been vaccinated. That's uh, why he
0: said immunized. He yeah. was being
1: very uh, tricky there, sneaky. So now he's out for this uh, week's weekend's gaming against Kansas City. A note that the, the betting line, which is huge in the NFL, the amount of money that's gambled on these, and I'm in a pool... <laughs> uh it's gone from a pick'em, which is, you know, no no points, to now KC's favored by seven and a half points, so there's no Rodgers in the game. He's also facing potential discipline from the league, which could get him uh, out of the next game against the Seahawks.
0: Right. And he, and of course he's out because he's got COVID now. You know, he's tested positive for COVID. It's
1: really selfish because he's really, uh, he's exposed a lot of people around him to some serious outcome here.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, he left the impression when he said, Yeah, I've been immunized. And then he went on to say, You know, some guys are not vaccinated. I'm not judging them. You know, I
1: don't think he's going to be Jeopardy host anymore.
0: Well, the reason I guess he was on Jeopardy was he's supposed to be a genius, isn't he? Doesn't he have some astronomical IQ or something? Smart guy. But he's very smart.
1: Not smart enough to get get vaccinated. Yeah, well, he did get
0: get immunized, he said. (laughs) Okay, so here is Stephen A. Smith, uh, the very outspoken sportscaster on ESPN, and his take on this. He loves Aaron Rodgers, and here's what he had to say.
2: This is one of the hardest days I've ever had because I got that much love for this brother as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers looks very bad today all the wrong reasons Aaron Rodgers is a liar period he lied through his teeth with a smirk on his face
0: yeah okay so Stephen A. Smith who loves who loves Aaron Rodgers ain't he? he's a liar did he lie is that what he did he lied
1: well he was asked well, have you been vaccinated and yeah. he gave the impression he was right so I would say that was a
0: lie because Baldry's beat, my guest is Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief, Global News. 604 280 9898 is the number to call, star 9898 on your cell. We were just talking off the air that Horgan actually just passed a milestone, right? What is it?
1: Today, he becomes the longest serving NDP Premier in history.
0: Who was the previous I think longest serving? that was
1: serving. Harcourt. Harcourt, okay. Um, uh, Dave Baird only served three, three years right? in, a th- in a couple months. Yeah. Uh, Harcourt served from 91 to 95. So Horgan becomes the longest-serving NDP premier.
0: Okay, yeah, that's, uh, no uh,
1: one saw that coming five years ago. <laughs> Do you
0: remember when he ran for the NDP leadership and lost his first his first go-round, mm-hmm. and then at that point it looked like he he was done with it. He wasn't going to try for the leadership anymore, and it, and then basically he was talked into running for it it's again. It's
1: interesting to watch the transformation of um, a, an evolution of John Horgan. He went from a rather kind of bitter, angry opposition member, yeah, uh, leadership. Uh, Person who lost the leadership race to Adrian Dix. Really right. lost his enthusiasm for this place. He was frustrated, uh, understandably so. He was he, the opposition uh, can be a very frustrating experience, and then he becomes premier. And it's like someone flipped the light switch on. It was suddenly sunny, John,
0: Optimistic John. Uh, well, he, still gets, w- he still gets mad behind the scenes, though, doesn't he? I mean, that's what yeah, I heard. Not,
1: not as much. not From what I can tell, not as much. I mean, everybody's still, he's the happy warrior. He uh, tore
0: a strip off of me a few times, and he didn't like the stuff should. I wrote in the paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that was, again, um, I think uh, it's a different Horgan in power than a Horgan in opposition. Yeah, I mean, he has dialed it back. You know, oh, he's flamed out on me. <laughs> a couple times in opposition, he flamed out on me, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, but, again, I think he's he's upped his game since he became premier.
0: Yeah, okay. And every, everybody, it doesn't matter what party you're in, everyone's pulling for him to beat this cancer, for sure. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Bob in Nanaimo. Hey, Bob.
2: Hey, guys. Morning. I'm a stroke cancer survivor, and... <laughs> and um, just you know, I've heard a lot of comments about uh, Mr. Horgan being pushed through and fast tracked, and 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 I, I think it's a bunch of nonsense. I it was is. Uh, put through very very quickly. I was within 78 hours, 72 hours of of having a needle biopsy. I uh, was already scheduled to get in. It was diagnosed with cancer within 48 hours. I was uh, in having some surgery done. So, no, there's no fast-tracking. We have a world-class system here. The BC mm-hmm. Cancer absolutely excellent. But I'll just share a little, if I can, about about what I went through. I went through five weeks of radiation down in Royal Jubilee at the cancer clinic. And, yeah, it, it was, you know, I never knew you could get that sick and still be alive. But the truth is, is being above ground is a lot better than being ab- below ground. And and that um, it's very hard on you and in the throat. So... People just imagine canker sores. We've all had a canker sore in our life. Well, imagine a canker sore that starts in the bottom of your throat and goes right to the roof of your mouth oh. for weeks on end. Mm. I went in two hundred and five pounds, came out one hundred and sixty pounds. But I'm, 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 this isn't about whining and complaining. This is about saying thank you. Yes, it's harsh treatment, but if you, we don't get it, we get death. So I encourage yeah. anybody that has any sort of Abnormality, a lump on their throat, uh, anywhere—just go and get it checked
1: out. Yeah. Well, good, good, good call, Bob. Yeah. No, there was no fast tracking. There was no cue jumping. This is the way the cancer agency works. It's world class, and uh, so many people have a positive experience with it.
0: Bob, thank you for sharing that story, and I appreciate you listening to the show every day too. Let's go to Connie on the North Shore. Hi, Connie. Hey, morning, guys. Hi. My issue is. After November 8th, when we
2: were allowed to go by land to the U.S., um, I'm double-vaxxed. If I travel to the U.S. for two to three days, I have no problem getting into the U.S., I presume. But coming back, I have to show a negative um, mm-hmm. current COVID
0: test. Yeah.
2: Within 72 hours, that still prevails. Is that correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe it is. Yes. Yes. And I, I think they should drop it. Is that, is that what you think, too, Connie? Yes, indeed. And I well, was yeah. wondering... Who, who could I, I don't know, complain to? How do you, how would you get that changed? Is well, it's,
1: it's a federal uh, rule, so you could contact your local MP um, and try to lodge a complaint there. Um, MPs are re- receiving complaints about this. This is a financial hardship to Canadians coming back. This is not a free test; it's like two hundred bucks. If you've got a family of four, that's eight hundred dollars. Uh, but again, I'd be surprised if that's going to be in place for that long as more and more people get vaccinated particularly in the united states i think um i think you're going to see that rule fall off the wayside but it's not it's it's still there right now
0: there's a lot of pressure on government to relax that rule now let's go to steve in richmond hey steve hey how you doing thanks for having me on sure you know what i'm thinking um yeah there's no way he jumped the queue uh they're, they're not that stupid um and and it, it would be the wrong thing to do yeah no i agree with okay. you. listen have- you have to look at the guy's risk profile, okay? So he's sixty-two, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. he's six—he's sixty-two. He's had, he had cancer. He had cancer before. He had bladder cancer and beat it. His brother died from cancer. He's an ex-smoker. He's got a growth in his throat. That means it's getting bigger, okay? So, and by the way, it wasn't like he went into the hospital immediately. This was a period weeks. of weeks that yep. this went on. Yeah. No, this was this was didn't happen overnight. Uh, but once you get into the queue
1: and cancer, things move very quickly. And it didn't move super fast here, but it's not like he jumped over another person.